Welcome to Small Biz Flash, your briefing on small business news, trends, and insights. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. Thanks for joining me. Today, I continue my conversation from last week with an SBA loan expert. We'll talk about the especially timely topic of credit availability, as well as what paperwork is needed to get a loan. And we finish with a look at the right and wrong way to use a credit line. That's coming up right after the news roundup. All right, let's dive in. Access to credit tightened in April, according to the newly released Biz to Credit Small Business Lending Index. This comes as no surprise to regular listeners, and it's just more confirmation of the real pain that banking sector turbulence is causing small business owners. Loan approval percentages at big banks slipped from 13.8% in March to 13.5% in April and fell off from 15.1% a year ago. Approval rates dropped at small banks, too. Alternative lenders seem to be picking up at least some of the slack. They approved 28.7% of loan applicants in April, up from 28.4% in March, and up from 26.8% a year ago. The downside is using alternative sources of capital usually cost more for borrowers. Continuing to examine the recently released Bank of America 2023 Small Business Owner Report that we began unpacking last episode, 82% of business owners plan to obtain funding for their business in the next 12 months. That might be tough given the previous story, but loans aren't the only source of funding. 54% of owners say they plan to use business credit cards, and 31% say they will use personal credit cards, while 44% plan to dip into personal savings. 29% intend to seek out traditional bank loans. Owners are split on how rising interest rates impact their decision to seek financing. 37% say it's not impacting their decision, while 33% say it's making them less likely to seek financing. The Small Business Administration is trying to reverse a decline in the number of small businesses that have contracts with the federal government, according to a report from the Federal News Network. While the overall amount allocated for small business contracts is growing year over year and was about $154 billion in 2021, federal agencies are seeing a substantial drop in the number of small businesses that are actually receiving government contracts. The SBA is perplexed as to why there has been a decline in the number of small businesses willing to chase federal government contracts, but is working to get more of them into small business certification programs. You can find more information on this and other stories in the news roundup by going to the links in the show notes. Small business owners, your finances are the cornerstone of your business. You need the bookkeeping pros at SBS Accounting and Advisors to keep your AP, AR, and financial statements on track. For 16 years, the good folks at SBS have been helping owners like you make better decisions and grow their profits. So go to sbsaccountants.com today to set up a free 30-minute consultation. Use the promo code FLASH to get 20% off your setup fee. Again, that's sbsaccountants.com.
Now let's jump back in and continue where we left off last week in my interview with SBA loan expert Lawrence Leopold. I've had some experience um, in the past helping um, a company get teed up for a small business loan. And um, there was a fair amount of legwork that we had to do, primarily getting pro formas together, things like that. But could you just speak to um, you know, what kind of documentation, and I know it varies in, in the kind of the maturity of the business would probably play a role and obviously financials. Um, but could you just speak to that briefly? Sure, sure. There's And there's, there's basically two types of small business customers out there. There's startup businesses and existing businesses. Uh, if you're an existing business, we're going to want to see historic financials tax returns uh, for generally the last three years. And, and I'll pause for one second to say this: these are SBA requirements. Any bank that you go to requesting an SBA loan, every bank should be asking for basically these same items. This, is, this should not vary from bank to bank. Tax returns and financials for the last three years of the borrowing entity, as well as personal tax returns for the last three years and a personal financial statement. And if you're looking for uh, expansion financing, uh, we're probably going to need projections. Uh, that's at a very basic level of what we would need financials. SBA lending at its core is cash flow lending, not collateral based. We're, so we're going to make sure can the business afford to repay the loan. The second type of business is going to be the startup. And most lenders will consider a startup any business that's been in business for less than two years or truly never been in business. In that case, we will need to see a thorough, detailed business plan along with 24 months of projections with very detailed um, assumptions for how the borrower came up with those projection, plus personal tax returns, personal financial statement again. So Lawrence, let's talk about the just more of the macro environment that we're in. We talk in the news roundup stories quite a bit on the podcast lately about how credit, um, the credit freeze, right? The credit crunch that small business owners are experiencing right now. So could you give us your perspective? You see this every day. Is this more of just a headline phenomenon and, you know, because it's in the news, it's more of a perception problem. And when polls are taken, small business owners um, say that they, you know, feel like credit is hard to come by or is this, is it real or is it a perceived problem or both? You know, what, what is your take on that? Great question. I, I think it, I, I believe it's, it's actually a, a perception I mean, yes, there's definitely the headlines. This morning's headline, um, First Republic Bank just got taken over by J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, they, they bought the assets of the bank. It was being worked on all weekend, um, just a mass uh, run uh, of deposits on the bank. And, and it is affecting, I think, the commercial loans uh, within the bank, non-SBA loans in, in a number of banks. Um, and just we, to stop for one second, we're recording this on May 1st, so you may not hear this listeners for a week or two, but that's what's going on right now. So, okay. So, sorry, just wanted to add that footnote real quick. Sure. Great, great point. In literally the last few weeks, we've seen a large uh, 
influx in new SBA loan requests uh, because banks are just not willing to make uh, the same loan uh, conventionally. So customers have to look at other options and the SBA 7A option uh, can be one of those. So, I mean, demand is still there. Uh, You may not get it from your local community bank because of things that are uh, affecting their their own internal confidence in in the economy. So let's talk about um, how to use what we would uh, call a quote unquote regular loan versus a credit line, um, because sometimes those are used um, incorrectly, um, sometimes to great detriment uh, by the the business. We talked about this offline a little bit, and we uh, you have had actually a good example um, that would I think help the listeners understand this concept. So can you? Kind of unpack that a little bit. Sure. Uh, a lot of times, customers go to a bank and they they don't get a uh, a very experienced um, lender, uh, commercial loan officer, whomever working with them, and they go in and said, "I need I need some capital for for my loan." And sometimes it's very easy for the banker to just provide a line of credit, or really the the customer just says, "I need a line of credit," and the the banker does not ask what you're needing it for, especially if it's, if it's smaller. And what happens is the borrower, the, the business owner gets that line of credit and they use it to do something uh, that should have been financed with longer term, what we would call permanent working capital. So what happens is they get that line of credit, let's say it's a hundred thousand dollars, all of a sudden, they've run it up buying equipment or whatever they needed to do with it. Let's, let's just say equipment. They bought $100,000 worth of equipment. Well, uh, in reality, a line of credit should be used uh, sparingly, um, just almost like a credit card. You, you go out, right. you should... Put uh, you should make short-term purchases on your credit card uh, or your line of credit that will be paid off within a month or two or three. Uh, you don't want to buy something which is more ex- on more expensive debt and right. then just be paying for it. Then what happens is the customer comes to me saying, "I need more capital," and we see that they have a line of credit that they've maxed out. What we do with an SBA loan, we come in, we refinance that line of credit into a quote permanent working capital loan which can be 7 to 10 years in term they just make monthly principal and interest payments on it then we see about possibly providing a smaller uh line of credit uh that is truly supported by uh, accounts receivable and accounts payable so they use accounts receivable to pay down the line of credit maybe they buy inventory with the line of credit then when they sell it that's a receivable. They use it to pay off their line of credit. Then they are using their line of credit correctly, and they have what's called permanent working capital, which is a long-term loan that solves what they should not have used the line of credit for initially. Absolutely. And that just takes, um, to your point, a loan officer who is uh, has got some business savvy and asks the right questions and really takes the time to understand what the situation is. And also, to your point, sometimes the business owner uh, just doesn't really understand what they need um, exactly. They just know they need um, some funds, some money um, to help keep things floating along. But there's different kinds of funds, and uh, they can really get themselves into some trouble and spend more on financing than they need to. So it's really important to understand the differences. Correct. 
Well, Lawrence, thank you so much for sharing your many years of knowledge and experience with us. And everyone, if you want to get in touch with Lawrence about an SBA loan, uh, there is going to be a link to his LinkedIn profile in the show notes. So thanks so much, Lawrence. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Flash. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about the podcast and a comment on LinkedIn, Facebook, or YouTube would be great as well. I sure do appreciate it, and I'll see you next week.